0: you gorgeous weirdos and welcome to the Weirdoverse. i'm your host shady ross and you are tuned into weird wide your favorite digital cult sorry i missed last week weirdos i had intended to actually have this episode recorded and out last week uh, but I wasn't feeling good, I was feeling under the weather, uh, you know, just one of those things. I'm still honestly not, I'm feeling better, but I'm still honestly not feeling, like, that great. Uh, you know, it's you know, just one of those things, man, it's just been lingering. But uh, here we are, I'm happy to be back. Forgive me if I, you know, occasionally have to skip a week. You know, it's one of the, again, I've said before, the show is completely DIY. I'm a one-man band, and sometimes I just gotta listen to what my body says and just chill the fuck out. It's just how it is. Alright, now before we get into today's topic, let's go ahead and check in with everyone's favorite disembodied alien, Larry. Larry, today we're talking about an obnoxious and honestly embarrassing subset of criminals. We're talking about incels today. What are your thoughts on them? Honestly, it's another example of how the human race is doomed. Like, how does it feel to be the same species as incels? It's tough, Larry. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Maybe incels should look inward. Maybe take a look at what you bring to the table. Or what you don't. Yes, please. Look inward, boys. It's you. <sighs> Jesus fucking Christ. Incels. Fucking wastes of oxygen. All of them. Let's do this. All right, so let's start with the basics here. What what actually even is an incel? So an incel is someone who is uh, considered involuntarily celibate, as in they've put a label on I can't get laid is basically what it boils down to. This has morphed into a weird online subculture of dudes who have come together via the internet to kind of commiserate together and just kind of bitch about, you know, why they're not getting laid. Because that's the thing is they they do want to get laid. They want to find a re- a romantic or a sexual partner, but they're quote unquote unable. Now, I do got to say I'm going to be ripping on incels a lot on this episode, and I know that not all incels are criminals. However, there have been some incidents where the worst of the subset has committed atrocities and they need to be called out. It's one of those things where legitimately like if you're going down this kind of like thought pattern, if you're going down an incel thought pattern. Like you, it's really up to you to work yourself out of it. If if you let yourself go down an extremely dark path like that, it, it doesn't end well. Like the, these these guys that you're commiserating online with it just with nothing but misogyny. And for some reason, a lot of racism, I don't, I don't even get it. I don't understand why it's up to you to separate yourself from those people and better yourself. Like to me, it's just kind of like one of those things where like, I feel like to, to, to do it, to a certain degree, a lot of incels are just kind of doing this to themselves, right? Like you're choosing to say, my lady, You're choosing to do the fedora bullshit. Nobody looks good in a fedora. Like you don't look good in a fedora. You know, you don't. And you know, a lot of the echo chamber stuff that you guys, a lot of the echo chamber stuff that incels are hearing over and over about, you know, the misogynistic perspective of, you know, basically just fueling the bullshit that's in your head of why you're not able to find somebody or get laid. The fact of the matter is, like, I know a lot of you are hearing like a lot of you are feeling that like women are are kind of taking like, you know, taking something away from you or that that's uh, like a new age of women. And, you know, a lot of you are feeling that like feminism has created like a new kind of. Type of woman, I guess, or, or made women like feel a different kind of way to where they're not, you know, wanting you, and, and and you're blaming women on that. But the fact of the matter is, like, there's nothing wrong at all with women, like, first of all, realizing that what they're worth. It's not the 1950s anymore. You know, we're not; they're not just like. they're not just going to give you what you want unless you bring something to the table it's it's a good thing that feminism is happening and honestly here's what it really boils down to is in the real world outside of your little echo chambers in the real world the bar is so low for dudes it's not even funny how low the bar is like you're sitting there blaming feminism and you're blaming women but the fact of the matter is Honestly, it's I feel like it's almost never been easier because like you just just don't be a fucking tool. Don't be a douchebag. Don't be don't be entitled. Don't be you know, just don't be like just be funny, be interesting, be something. It's so easy to get laid. It's not even funny. But like I said, I know I know not all incels are going to start shooting up schools and shit. However, I feel like a lot of you that are in these different uh, subreddits and different things like that, different online groups. You're going down a fucked up path, man. And you got to get out of there. You got to get out of there, dude. Just get out of there. Now, where did the term incel come from? Now, funnily enough, uh, this being a very male dominated subculture, it actually was started, ironically, by a woman. Now, there is conflicting dates. Uh, Some say it was 1993 or 1997. So somewhere between 1993 and 1997, a woman known by only her first name, Elena, Use the term incel and voluntary celibate on online chat rooms. And under the title, Elena's involuntary celibacy project, Elena was having trouble, like meeting people, uh, connecting with the opposite sex that she was trying to do. You know, just she was having a rough time, like a lot of you, I'm sure feel fair enough. I really do think with Elena, though, I think like she had good intentions from everything that I've read about it. Like, it seems like she had good intentions for the whole thing. Like she didn't mean to start a subculture of walking fedora hats. I think she was basically kind of trying to start some kind of like Lonely Hearts Club kind of deal and just went with incel. Uh, she's actually been quoted after, uh, you know, after uh, she read about the. 2014 isla vista killings which we'll be discussing later uh she actually is quoted as kind of saying like comparing herself to like the manhattan project or like other scientists that have created things that have been then taken and used for ho- for horrible things she's quoted as saying like a scientist who invented something that ended up being a weapon of war i can't uninvent this word nor can i restrict it to the nicer people who need it it's kind of like like with anything like you know any kind of situation like this, there are going to be people that are just like put in the crosshairs because of something, you know, and, and she's basically saying like a lot of the people that, you know, at least from from her intentions and a lot of the people she's met through the invent inventing the word incel is like a lot of people that were just trying to find community and it then got morphed into something more fucked up, which often happens. Now, when it got away from Elena, Reddit is where it really started to take off under the subreddit incels. And it basically became, like I said, an echo chamber for all these dudes who couldn't get laid, but they were like coming at this and like this echo chamber mutated into this like really disgusting, like group of dudes who were basically like a lot of times advocating for rape, other forms of violence against women, uh, basically blaming women for uh, all their troubles. uh, And, Again, for some reason, there was always, like, a weird racism involved to it. Uh, I, I don't understand that. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, every dumbass subset of weirdos, like all the bad ones just end up just being funneled into like weird white supremacy shit. I don't get it. I do not get it. Just for the fucking life of me. I don't get it. I don't understand how it morphed to that. In 2017, Reddit actually got rid of that subreddit, uh, basically banned all that kind of shit from their platform. Uh, when they, when they shut that down, there was apparently, uh, the, the subreddit incels had over 40,000 members, which is a Honestly, a terrifying amount of, of of dudes just kind of weirdly radicalizing themselves and, and talking about violence and, and all kinds of shit like that. But, of course, by this point, you know, the incels weren't just on that particular subreddit. He shut down the subreddit. You, you still have like this pool of people who are just, you know just angry and they're going to find some way to vent their frustration and come together. It's, 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 it's really hard to just get rid of a group of hateful people online. They're going to find other ways, you know, as many times as Reddit, Facebook, Instagram, all of them, have, like, tried their best to shut these people down. They are always, they're they're fucking cockroaches. They're always going to find a voice somehow on the interwebs. You know, and part of the problem now is that we've, it's, it's really been moved away from just, like, the online subreddit categories. A lot of, like, private groups have started to form, of course. And a lot of, like, influencers have been born of this, like, subgroup of people uh you, know, you got guys like nick fuentes who, who call like are trying to turn it into an incel movement nick fuentes i swear man that is like how could he not be on your short list of people to punch in the face like honestly like nick fuentes is this weird white supremacy incel influencer who's literally been quoted as saying it's gay to have sex with women i'm gonna say that again It's It's gay gay to have have sex sex with women. That's what Nick Fuentes says. That's the kind of nonsense these people like dispute. There's all also this like weird kind of like weird homophobia going on within these different groups. Like it's, you know, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. But like it's definitely one of those things, especially with like the ones like Nick Fuentes, where it kind of comes off like the Lady Doth Protest too much. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like Nick Fuentes. And several other guys in this fucking thing, I just feel like they love the cock. He loves the cock. But they're just afraid to come out and say it. They just, for some reason, they are afraid to come out and say, you know, their truth with that. Nick Fuentes, everyone knows you're gay. Come on out, dude. Just come on out of the closet. Come on out of the closet. It's gay to have sex with women. Really? That's it. I'm not, I can't get over that. It's just I I don't get it. But other influencers have found a way to tap into the weird rage going on behind the whole thing. One of the biggest names in this particular space is someone like Andrew Tate. Uses the entire demographic to kind of like radicalize and like angry and confused boys who are growing up and they're like, you know, going through the different fucking changes of growing up, not able to get what they're wanting. You know, they think they're owed. And he kind of taps into that with like explaining how a man is supposed to behave. Uh, It's really disgusting shit, too. Like, you know, like people like Andrew Tate, that's not someone to emulate, dude. Andrew Tate is not someone to emulate at all. You know, I don't know if Tate would be considered an incel himself. I don't know if he's actually claimed that title, but he's definitely made his fortune and notoriety through that group. Those are the people that he's targeting. Basically, like, this whole outline is like, if you do this, this, and this, you'll be a real man. You'll be successful. You'll be top G all that fucking shit. But all the things that he lays out are just like, I It's just like disgusting shit and like hateful against women. And like, honestly, it's just not the kind of shit that like the, the only reason he has any women around him. And that's like, this is the thing that a lot of these dudes just do not seem to get is like the only reason he has women around him. Well, I guess before he was in jail, is because he had money. See, the fact is, if you're a broke motherfucker and you come out here and you start talking to a woman like she's nothing, you start down talking down to her, you start negging her, you start, you know, talking shit, calling her a slut, calling her a whore, whatever, whatever, all that different shit, it's not gonna work. That's that's the thing that these dudes just do not understand. But the Andrew Tates of the world plug into that. To make their money. They're basically just grifters that that have nothing to offer. Honestly, fuck Andrew Tate. I hope he fucking rots in prison. That dude is an absolute piece of shit. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm going to be talking so much shit on this episode. I feel like this this particular episode, I just I, I just have so much like the, all these fucking people just absolutely disgust me. And honestly, like we've got too many people in this fucking world anyway. Like we do not need them. Like it's it's like it's a lot of like, what are you even offering? What the fuck are you even offering? But I think part of the worst thing is like, is the Andrew Tates and the Nick Fuentes of the world are like rubbing off on people. Like they're creating other like people who are attempting to be influencers. Like there's like these weird, obnoxious like Andrew Tate wannabes that honestly they're just a big joke on social media like no one takes them seriously uh you know you also got like people like ben shapiro you know like he definitely taps into the whole thing like he taps into what it is to be a man even though he's a fucking like fucking just a little guy that we all know his wife is as dry as the fucking sahara i honestly i just wanted to talk shit about ben shapiro fuck ben shapiro too but like okay so for the research for this episode for all of you non-fucking incels out there i did this for you i went searching for some of these fucking pieces of shit um wow uh, there's one guy in particular, uh, he's he's like, you know, he, he falls in the category of like these like kind of micro celebrities on like the social media platforms where he's trying to be an Andrew Tate. Uh, his name's Neokum. I don't know the fuck. I don't even know what that fucking means. But like, I just like I saw some of his videos. And like, first of all, first of all, this guy he's not that huge. He's only like literally double as far as follower count, like only about double what I have uh I'm not that big of a content creator he's got serial killer glasses like I'm not kidding like they look exactly like Jeffrey Dahmer glasses and I think like one of the things that just bothers me so much about him is the way he talks because he like does this like forced intellectual thing he basically talks with this whole like women are this and men are that like he literally had this thing where he's talking about the draft like the the military draft and he comes off with this whole bullshit thing a lot of people are even like in the comments like is this guy serious like is this a bit like is this is this making fun of people but like a lot of people are like, "No, I'm pretty sure he's serious because this is all what all this shit is but he's like talking about the draft which we have not implemented since Vietnam so it's not even a real concern first of all but he's saying because men are the only one drafted via the draft when it happens that Women should actually be subject to a draft as well, where they are drafted and they have to perform sexual favors on incels, so that you know, blah blah blah. Because they, if if a incel has to go to war and take a bullet, they could take a shot in the mouth. Like it's this, in, like this entitlement that I just cannot even. I can't even wrap my head around it. I cannot even wrap my head around it. And then he comes off like with a lot of like defending incels videos. You know, incels are some of the most intelligent and forward thinking people that I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. That's how he talks. I fucking hate this guy. Like, fuck Neo Kim. But then there's all these other weird little micro ones. And then and, and there's always this one, this one theme that just like, it really drives home why they're not getting laid. Like, honestly. If you're an incel or you identify as an incel or you're even just having trouble in the romance department, I want you to write this down. I want you to pay attention, pause the show and write this shit down because like, this is important. But these guys all have this weird aversion to performing oral sex on a woman. Like they will not eat the pussy. They won't. And it's like, okay, did you ever think maybe that's part of your problem? Like, it's probably not your whole problem. Like, you probably got a lot of problems. Like you're probably wearing fucking serial killer glasses. You probably have a shitty beard and you probably, honestly, you probably smell just being real, but then literally you're not going to like, you're not going to eat the pussy. Like, first of all, I don't even get that. I have been like, I am so, I am so excited to this day to do that. And like, that's really like, it's, it's just really indicative Of why you're having problems in this department to begin with. Like, that's the kind of dude that will literally just like like wonder why he's not getting blown. You know what I mean? He'll wonder why he's not getting his dick sucked. And it's like, well, why would you? You're not even remotely considering the pleasure of the woman. If you take anything away from this episode, if you're an incel, like I said, if you're an incel, if you take anything away from this episode, this is the one thing that you need to take away you need to be not only willing to eat the pussy, you need to be excited to do it. You need to be doing it with vigor. You need to be doing it hungrily. Okay. Like I promise you that is one factor. That is an absolute factor that you are not paying attention to. Like if you prioritize the pleasure of a woman, I promise you there's going to be no issues. Like it's one of those things where literally, if you have the choice between going down on her and her going down on you, you only got like, you know, a little bit of time. You got to, you got to be somewhere or whatever. Go down on her every time. I promise you, it will come back tenfold. I promise you. Like, just prioritize, prioritize her pleasure. If you take anything from this episode, that's what I want you to take. So at this point, OK, sure, you're asking yourself, like, is this anything to really be concerned about? Is this anything to really worry about? It sounds more like all the dudes that would get shoved into lockers just got an Internet connection and connected. True. That's basically what happened. All the dudes who would get shoved into lockers just connected to themselves. That's all it is. But the problem is is it's already inspired violence. Like it's already inspired, a you know, there's already blood on the hands of this particular community. And as it comes like more often than not anymore, that violence manifests itself in the form of a mass shooting. You know, mass shootings have become so frighteningly prevalent, especially in the last few years. You know, it's one of those things where like legitimately, we just had a mass shooting. We had the uh, the Nashville school shooting. And I'm recording this not even a week ahead of time before release. And who the fuck knows what's going to happen between now and then. There could absolutely be another shooting. There probably will. But like statistics have shown there will probably be another mass shooting between now and when this episode is released. It's kind of interesting. Like serial killers used to be the thing. It used to be like there's a serial killer loose. But now it's all about spree killers. Like spree killers are the thing. It's like it's basically people that will just like have all this pent up rage and then just let it out on a group of people. Now we're not going to go over every single incel related mass shooting. We're going to go over some of the bigger ones, some of the more prevalent ones. Uh, But one of the ones that like I did find a little bit interesting was one that it happened before the mass shooting phenomenon was really a thing as much as it is now. This one happened in 1991. It's known as the Luby shooting in Texas. Of course it was fucking Texas. The shooting happened on October 16th, 1991 at a Luby's cafeteria in Killeen, Texas. A fun fact uh, about Luby's, actually, before we go into the carnage here, is uh, Luby's actually uh, is uh, kind of a weirdly big, like, burger chain restaurant, like, like, kind of. One Of those ones that has a bunch of little ones underneath it, uh, they have like in the past owned Fud Wreckers, uh, a couple other ones, but they also own the Cheeseburger in Paradise franchise, which I don't know if anybody else ever had a Cheeseburger in Paradise. Uh, it was like a Jimmy Buffett theme bur- burger place kind of a good time like it was like you know very island vibe thing and it was you know a good time we we used to go out there all the time they would have karaoke uh they shut it down like, when we had uh, they shut it down but we used to go out there all the time do karaoke they had this fucking burger it was the the pressed burger and it was like on texas toast and it had like this really good sauce on it fucking delicious and in a fat kid moment here so george henard who had come from a wealthy family that's a we another like kind of like little bit of a little bit of a thing that happens here, I've noticed, is like a couple of these incels that like go this far do seem to come from like a a more well off background. Like they're not like a lot of times, not usually blue collar people. Uh, this guy runs his truck through the window of the Lubies in Colleen, Texas, and then just starts opening fire on a busy ass restaurant. George ended up killing 23 people that day wounding 27 others police showed up they tried to stop him of course Uh, a little bit of a brief shootout with cops and then he did the coward thing that all of these fucking spree killers seem to do where he fatally shot himself and ended it all at the time it was actually the deadliest mass shooting by a lone gunman on u.s soil until uh, 16 years later with another shooting that we're actually going to be covering today so Hennard, uh, he, you know, he grew up, uh, he was born in Pennsylvania, apparently moved around a lot throughout the years. Uh it was one of those, you know, family moved a lot, going to different. Like, apparently they worked in the hospital field and they would just go to different, you know, different hospitals wherever they were needed. And so he eventually enlists in the Navy, uh, but he and he served for three and he served for three years, but he was uh, eventually honorably discharged. And then he was kicked out of the merchant Marines for drug use. Now, while they were investigating the massacre, uh, the police chief uh, noted that they apparently had a lot of evidence to suggest that he had a problem with what to quote had an evident problem with women for some reason. Like a lot of the evidence they found pointed to like this dude had an issue with women. So at one point, his parents divorced uh, and he uh, his mother moved to Henderson, Nevada, and that's actually where he bought the weapons that he had had used in the in the the shooting uh, from a place called Mike's Gun House. Come on down to Mike's Gun House. House of guns. We got all manner of guns at Mike's Gun House. I don't know, man. I just I haven't had a lot of good luck with Mike's over the years. Like Mike's uh, usually uh, there's been some issues with Mike. So I just like the idea of this place. Hilarious. You just know Mike was like exactly who you're thinking like he's exactly who you thought Mike was like, you know, Mike was like this big fucking redneck dude, fucking American flag T-shirt, big ass beard, probably uh, maybe a Vietnam vet, something like that. You just know this dude was like out of central casting for a gun shop owner, I'm sure. Now, another common theme with this situation is Henard actually uh, did a lot of stalking, uh, you know, before the the eventual, like, outburst of the shooting. Uh, He did a lot of, like, you know, like, a lot of, like, following women around. Like, he would uh, actually follow these uh, two sisters around, uh, Jill Fritz and her sister, Jana Jemigan, uh, who apparently just lived, like, in his neighborhood. At one point, he sends them a five-page letter that said, Please give me the satisfaction of someday laughing in the face of all those mostly white, treacherous female vipers from those two towns, Colleen and Belton, who tried to destroy me and my whole family. You think the three of us can get together someday? I don't even know what the fuck he was talking about there like i like I don't even know like what what issue he had here specifically, but like this is like legitimately this is like free night this is like n- like Early 90s, legitimately, like, same fucking vibes that we're getting today. Like, the whole nice guy thing. Like, how many fucking, like, listicles have you seen where it's, like, like just nice guy texts? And, like, the nice guy will come out and say something. Like I saw one specifically where, like, this dude was, like, he had, like, texted somebody about, like, their husband or their boyfriend who had died. And then immediately went into trying to turn it into a hookup thing. It's just this weird thing of like, like he's literally just like, like coming at these two sisters. First of all, trying to arrange a threesome with them. Like, Jesus. But like, all these mostly white, treacherous female vipers. What the fuck, dude? What the actual fuck? Like, this is just like, it literally is just proof that nothing has changed. It's all the exact same shit. It was just pen and paper back then. All they did was connect dudes like this. Like, the internet, for all its good, has done some really irritating shit. Because, like, it's, like, th- this is just, you could, you, you could tell exactly who this guy was. You could tell that he was, like, just that dude that just belly aches and bitches and blames women for every goddamn thing. Like, every every shot he takes and gets shot down. Like, he thinks he's coming off like a nice guy. He thinks he's coming off, like, in some kind of like seductive way or fucking whatever. And, and they're just catching like creeper vibes and he's just not getting it. He's just not picking up on it. It's like the, it's, it's just history fucking repeating itself. Now, arguably one of the top couple of events that happened in this particular realm was the 2014 Isla Vista killings. They were carried out by 22 year old Elliot Roger. Now Elliot Roger might be one of the most infuriating people that you've ever heard of. Uh, he, first of all, he killed six people total and injured 14 others. Now, Elliot was like the epitome of like the sad sack little piece of shit. Just like life is bad. Life is a pen. That kind of motherfucker. But like what's really infuriating about Elliot Roger is like he had pretty much everything going for him, like lived in California. He was from a wealthy family. His his father was in the movie like industry. Like they knew people like legitimately the guy, I believe it was the writer of my cousin Vinny and other, other movies like legitimately was friends with his father and like tried to mentor Elliot into like how to like improve your, your craft and get into the movie business. Like this dude had so many advantages, 90% of the way there. It's really literally proof. Like, if you can't as a as a rich dude as a rich kid get laid, it's truly truly you. I'm not even saying that's like you know a precursor to having to, to get laid. Like back in high school, I have wooed in a Nissan pickup. I had a hand me down Nissan pickup. You don't need a fancy car, but like having one does definitely help your chances. Having money does help your chances. He was apparently bullied through high school a lot, uh, and he would cry by himself at school every day, uh, his words. Uh, He also uh, got really into World of Warcraft, which again, that's not even like, you know, that's uh, a lot of people, like, a lot of people have fun with, like, online games. I like gaming. Uh, A lot of of women get into fucking gaming, too, so it's like another thing, it's like, you know, this doesn't necessarily like, exclude you from what you're looking for in this particular situation. His family and everyone around him did try to get him a lot of mental health, uh, you know, support, but You know, apparently he eventually began rejecting it. This is another situation where there was a lot of like really weird lead up kind of stuff. Like before the incident actually happened, like, you know, according to his manifesto, at one point uh, there was two girls that were walking and they didn't smile at him. So he threw coffee on them again. A lot of this like kind of nice guy shit. You know, I smiled at them. I am now owed a smile. Why didn't they smile back? Fuck you, bitch. I'm going to throw coffee on you. Like, how is that your reaction? Hey, so that's a pretty reasonable reaction, huh? And apparently at one point in 2012, filled a super soaker with orange juice and went around spraying a bunch of people playing kickball in a park. So, again, it's like, again, it's you. Like, two girls didn't smile at you and you threw, and you threw coffee at them. Maybe because you're a dickhead. Maybe like people see you doing shit like that and decide that you're not someone they want to be around, let alone let fuck you. Another incident that he referred to before the shootings happened in uh, July 2013. Uh, Apparently he went to a party and apparently was mocked at one point. Someone mocked him, which, you know, okay, he says he was mocked. I have to imagine it's a situation where he was probably being an asshole. Like he was probably being a know-it-all or a smart ass or something because he's a lot of the like another another common theme with a lot of these guys is they tend to think much better of themselves. They tend to think of themselves as superior. So he says mocked at a party. I bet. It was more like he was being a wise-ass and someone called him on it, and then he got his little feelings hurt. Well, apparently, during the situation where someone mocked him, he attempted to shove some girls over a ledge. It was only a 10-foot ledge, so it wasn't high. But still, again, you're doing shit like this. That's not making people want to fuck you. What I love about this, though, is he tried and failed because he was apparently a little punk-ass little bitch. Uh, and, uh, some of the other dudes at the party did not take kindly to that and pushed him over the, over the ledge himself. Uh, apparently his, his, ankle was hurt. It's too bad that he didn't fall face first. He apparently then went back for his sunglasses at one point and, uh, they was mocked again and they, uh, again, beat the shit out of him as they should have. Like, I'm sorry. Like, like, okay. I'm not advocating for bullying here, but like, if you're being a dick, if you're not being cool, it's so, it, again, it's so easy to just be cool at a party. Like, just hang out, having a good time, like get a feel for the place, you know, whatever, you know. But but like then you start to act like an ass. Someone should check you on it. And they did. And then it was like it's it's I'm sorry. At that point, it's it's literally the fucking animal kingdom. Like you show back up. You're going to you're going to be the pariah of the party. You should be. Like I said, not advocating for bullying, but definitely not advocating for being a little fucker like he is like he was. Unfortunately, this was actually probably the catalyst that may have led to him actually deciding to go through with the attack Uh, because, you know, apparently he'd been toying with the idea through, you know, for a long time of some kind of attack. And this apparently was like the last straw. So Elliot started stocking up on weapons and started going to a shooting range to get good at firing weapons Now, on the fateful day where he actually went through with it. Uh Elliot first started. This is like he went into a weird berserker mode. So like he didn't just start off with like going to a location and starting the shooting. So he had three roommates. Uh apparently one was actually like getting ready to move out like the next week. So this is like really bad timing. Um, but he apparently but Rogers Rogers stabbed all three of his roommates to death, which I mean that's insane. Like, so that's some Michael Myers shit, first of all. Now, after he finished stabbing his roommates and killing them. He uploaded a video to YouTube called Elliot Rogers Retribution, where he basically wanted to kick off this fucking like this fucking war against women and dudes that were getting laid because he was jealous of them. He wanted to punish women for rejecting him. Now, this is like another weird state of mind that he was in. Like, like it's 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 always interesting to me, like how these things kind of play out. So like he didn't again after he uploaded the video, he didn't immediately go to a location and start shooting he went to a local coffee shop and bought some coffee like nothing had just happened like like he hadn't just murdered three people now when he uploaded the video he also sent uh his what, be, what became known as his manifesto to uh his therapist uh his parents a lot of different people and a lot of people like in his life at that point like they knew like Shit was, like, you know, with that, they knew something was about to happen. His parents, like, got in the car and immediately started, like, trying to get to him. You know, his parents called the Isla Vista cops to try to get them to, you know, get involved. But it was too late. So, Roger drove to the Alpha Phi sorority house. Uh, He knocked on the door, and he couldn't get in. Nobody answered, which I, I have to I have to wonder if, like, he knocked on the door, and they looked at the people. and like, oh, my God, it's that fucking Elliot guy. Like, fuck that motherfucker. And they just, like, all stayed quiet. Like, they were probably having, like, a good time and, like, shh. So unable to gain entrance to the house, he just kind of started shooting at random people. Uh, there was like two women on the street like that were near there, just shot at them, fucking killed them both. A third one was injured. Um, and then he just started driving around. Uh, he started like kind of, again, like a weird berserker mode. Like he went like uh, just started shooting into like random businesses. One guy who who happened to be in like a deli that he, like, he just randomly shot into was shot seven times and died. And then he just like, again, it just started to go like he 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 started acting like he was in like a Grand Theft Auto game. He started, you know, he like started driving on the wrong side of the street. I'm pretty I think he he mowed a guy down uh, with his car, uh, just started shooting at random people. There was a sheriff's deputy that had responded to the, you know, the whole thing. He started, you know, got into a little gunfight with with him before he peeled out again. He hit like two other people with his car. Like it, it was like he didn't. He he actually didn't hit a lot of people at this point because like he was just kind of firing randomly. He was in weird berserker mode. Uh and, and just like again, like a grand theft auto game. After that exchange with the sheriff's deputy, uh, he, you know, he ran down a skateboarder, started you know, shot at some other people and injured them. And by now the police were like kind of all over him. So he got into like another shootout with like some other cops. At this point, he got like kind of hit in the he got hit in the hip. So he was like feeling it at this point. You know, he was, he was, you know, he took some damage. And uh, not long after that, uh, when I guess he decided that his whole reign of terror had ended, put the gun to his head, pulled the trigger like a fucking pussy. Now I think what's like really infuriating about like someone like Elliot Rodger is his his plan kind of worked. At least it started to, because other people were inspired by him, like. Alec uh, Manassian, the 2018 Toronto van attack killer, uh, this guy like literally put the whole thing at Elliot's at Elliot's feet of like I was inspired by Elliot Roger for you know this this retribution uh, against women and like he basically he went out with his with his van and just mowed down people and ended up killing eleven people, injuring fifteen. As far as I know, that incident actually remains the deadliest like vehicle ramming attack in Canadian history. They actually caught that motherfucker though; they got him alive, and like he literally, uh, it was like supposed to be like in his words, the continuation of an incel rebellion that was started by Elliot Roger. Now, Manassian actually, you know, he had no like previous criminal uh, charges, so he literally just like let himself become radicalized by the online incel community. Now, the last shooting we're going to look at today uh, is one of the one of the deadliest in the country. I, I think it was uh, uh, for a while was the deadliest mass shooting. I think before the Pulse nightclub was the Virginia Tech shooting, you know, another troubled dude who had. Issues fitting into society and was like angry about it. Uh Sung Hugh Cho. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Honestly, fuck that guy. I don't I don't I don't respect him enough to actually get the name right. So fuck that guy. At the Virginia Tech shooting in April 2007, he killed 32 people and wounded 17 others. The Cho had been like declared mentally unstable pretty much his entire life. Uh This is one of those ones where it really. You could have seen this coming. It did lead to some legislation that, like, you know, at the time, but still, this could have been prevented. Uh, this guy never should have been able to get a gun. He ended up sending his own, you know, version of a manifesto to the press. He left a suicide note where he talked about uh, targeting rich kids and debauchery and the deceitful charlatans. They, guess, this is another thing about incels that just infuriates me because, like, they just. They 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 just they use like they talk like they're so important, you know. They talk like they're it's so over the top for no reason, for no fucking reason. In his manifesto, he compared himself to Jesus Christ, so he had a massive ego complex uh, and expressed his hatred for the wealthy. And also, this is another thing that like drives me insane about these guys is he referenced the Columbine High School shooters, Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold, as martyrs. Like, he looked up to them. Like, he considered them, like, brothers in arms, which is fucking disgusting. He also said, and, and this is this is how I imagine him saying this, like, he said, You forced me into a corner, and you gave me only one option. You just loved to crucify me. You loved inducing cancer in my head, terror in my heart, ripping my soul out all the time. Again. Dude, you were in college. But see, here's this guy who's just hanging out in this fun city, Who's going to this fun, like this fun, like college. And and all he's doing is just wallowing in self-pity and just fucking <sighs> it's fucking infuriating. And again, it led to one of the most deadly mass shootings in, in the country. So I don't know, man. I don't I don't know. Honestly, it's just it's just really one of those things where like these these these, these insults, these incels like you don't have to go down this route. Like, it's just, it's honestly embarrassing because it's literally just be cool. Just be cool. Quit trying so hard and quit thinking so highly of yourself. It's really all it is. Unfortunately, uh, the incel movement is still going strong. Uh, it's, you know, probably bigger than it's ever been. And that's terrifying. A lot of their solution, uh, they, they, you know, again, they, they feel owed sex. A lot of their solution is that women should be just giving them sex. It's just, it's just not how it works, dude. It's like, again, you just get like, stop overthinking it and just be cool. You know, and if there are any like younger listeners right now and you have some dark thoughts in your head and you're starting to blame the opposite sex, you know, you're starting to blame women, you're starting to blame other people, wealthy people, anything like that, you know, like you're starting to blame others for all of your problems. Like you need to just like you need to take a step back. You need to remember a couple things, man. You're not owed anything from a woman. Like, think about what would make you desirable to a woman. Think about a woman's needs. Think about a woman's wants. Take a fucking shower. Listen when a woman tries to tell you something about the way you behave. Try to be a better person. Be interesting. It truly is is not that hard. Like, it's truly not. and, And you need to stop listening to what these bullshit influencers are saying online because, like, all that you're doing is you're getting in your own way. And, and there's a better way when you stop doing that to yourself. There really is. So if you're going down that path, talk to somebody, but just like look inward, think about how you can improve yourself. Well, thanks for getting weird with me. If you like what you're hearing and you want to, you know, you want to support the show, please go into Apple podcast, leave a five-star review. It helps the visibility helps the show. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to leave a comment. Make sure to follow for more videos. Um, mostly uh, dropping on Wednesdays. Got a uh, got some exciting stuff coming down the pipe. Uh, we're gonna have some more uh, some bonus episodes coming soon. Uh, gonna have uh, more than just me on here. It's gonna be uh, some of my friends are gonna be coming on with us. Uh, so we got a lot of stuff planned. So definitely uh stay tuned for that you can follow me on instagram and tiktok as long as tiktok is still here uh at dudest weirdo i'm also on clapper now doing you know pretty much uh just just kind of having that as a safe uh safety net in case they get rid of tiktok that could happen any fucking moment now and if you want to reach out you can also email me at weirdwidepodcast at gmail.com i love you all don't forget to tune in next week for more strangeness and until then keep it weird